today at uh, just what he was like as a person. Um, and we've entitled this, uh, the, uh, Daniel being the power, uh, the, we've entitled the talk, The Power of Character and Wisdom. Now one of the things that um, I love about Daniel is that he isn't one of the charismatic leaders that you see in the Bible. Uh, not that we, not that these things aren't great, but you've got the likes of, of uh, Moses, um, of David, of Solomon. These uh, these giants of the Bible who led uh, from the front, uh, and we can learn so much from their lives and so much from them. Um, and yet, sometimes we look at these these characters and think, well, you know, they're a little bit. I'm not leading a nation. You know, uh, what influence can I have? Uh, and this is where Daniel is so helpful because he is just an ordinary person. He gets taken from uh, where he was, his, uh, his hometown, he gets captured, and he gets forced into service in a different country. He's just an employee. Uh, and, and along with his, his friends, uh, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are just part of this massive organization of Babylon. And they're funneled into this training program. And, and they're nobodies, really. And yet they have such an amazing influence on that nation. They have such an amazing impact upon the king, upon those around them. And it's all because of their walk with God and their faith in God. And it's not because God raises them up to be uh, the leader. You know, sometimes you think, if only I led something, if only I was in charge, I could make a, a difference. But Daniel tells us that you don't need to be in charge to have a massive impact upon the areas that we are involved with. And so I want to look at that. Um, in Philippians chapter 2, Paul refers to God's people as those who shine like stars in a crooked and depraved generation. And it's a wonderful verse because Paul is there going and saying, look, actually you can have a tremendous impact as a child of God. And that's exactly what Daniel and his friends had. They shone like a stars in what was a very evil uh, society in Babylon. Uh, and yet they shone out. And it wasn't through massive effort on their part. It wasn't through working out these things. It was through simply believing and trusting in God and living for him. So I want to look at some of the, some of the principles by which Daniel lived and how he worked out that influence. Because I believe God has called each of us to have a tremendous impact upon the areas where we live and work. And, uh, and we're not simply just making up the numbers. We are here to affect society. And you don't need to be a leader to do that. Uh, and this is what Daniel is all about. So, there's some of these things we've already looked at. So, the first thing I want to uh, look at is uh, what God said to the exiles and uh, Jamie referred to this a couple of weeks ago, in a letter uh, written by Jeremiah. Uh, it's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. Can you that, Josh? doesn't matter if you're in 
and, he, and this is, so, it was foretold that they would be taken into exile. It was foretold that they would go into a, a, a godless nation. Uh, and this is what he said, settle down, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. This was really, really important for Daniel to understand that this godless nation, he was to work for its good. He was to work for its prosperity. He was going to pray for it. You see, we can have a mindset that says, this nation has wandered away from God. Um, it's, it's, it's passed some laws which are ungodly. It's still got a, uh, a, a thing of godliness about it, but actually there's a lot of stuff it does that it, it is not good. And our mindset, I've heard this said, our mindset can be, well, let's wait for this nation to fall apart. And then maybe it will turn back to God. Maybe if, uh, if, if this nation just crumbles, then they'll realise they need God. So actually what I want to see is this nation falling apart and being terrible. But actually that's not what God says. That's not what we're here to do. This nation may not be following God in every way it should. But actually our call as people of God is to work for the blessing of this city, of this nation, and to do the best for it. And to see it prosper. Whether it's acknowledging God or not. And this was the instruction to Daniel and this was uh, and, and the, the exiles. And this is the instruction, I believe, to us. We are here for our, the people we work for, uh, for this, this community, this council, this city. And we are to do our best to see it prosper. We are to pray for it to prosper. For it to prosper. We are to, to work and to give ourselves for it. And, uh, and this is, should be the attitude that we, we go into... Our, uh, our workplaces, our community, that we want to see good things happen. And, and that can be a challenge for us. Uh, and what it means is that, that actually we, we see our jobs differently. You see, sometimes we can see our jobs as, and particularly jobs that are difficult or hard or, 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 or challenging, and we can see that, well, you know, I don't really care about the, the place I work for. All I want is to, is to earn a bit of money uh, and, and, and just, just make a living. But actually, the attitude that Daniel had, and the attitude that I believe God wants us to have, is actually to say, okay, I haven't got a particularly good job, I'm not particularly well rewarded, but I'm going to do my best for this company that I work for. I'm going to do my best for the place that I work. I want to see this place prosper. And you know, sometimes that attitude, when it's seen in an employee, can have a tremendous impact. You see, when you go into a place and the employees don't care about it, if you go into a restaurant or a, or a, or a cafe and, uh, and the, the waiters, you know, the waitress or whatever it is, just don't care, they're just there to make a bit of money, it, it, it affects you, doesn't it? Yeah. You say, oh, I don't want to go back there. Well, well, you know, that's not very nice. But when you, when you go into a place and, and they take time and, and, they, and, they, and they're caring and they, and they listen and you talk to them, what, what a difference it makes. Mm. You, you, uh, you, you know, you, you think, wow, 
Jamie was just sharing about someone who works in McDonald's, and uh, you know, I, I haven't been down there. Uh, and she said, This lady, um, this Polish lady, makes such a difference when she's there. She, she cares about those that are part of, uh, who come in, uh, and she makes sure that they're well looked after. This is, this is in a, a, a sort of massive organisational restaurant like McDonald's where, you know, it's quite impersonal most of the time, isn't it? And yet, she makes an impact. And people come back. And, and when she's not there, they notice. And, and, and you know what? That is what we're called to do as people of God. We're called to do the best we can. And you know what? It has such an impact. The people that uh, work for me... Um, the ones I value the most are the ones that, not, not the ones that are cleverest, not the ones that can work at all the different, now they're important, but those that actually care about what they do, who really care that actually they want to do a decent job. Not simply to do, you know, to turn up, get paid, go home. Well, we get that in all organisations, but actually those that really care. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, they are worth, they are worth so much. Uh, and, and that is what we're called to as people of God. That's what Daniel did. He was in a godless place. He didn't choose to be there. He was seeing lots of stuff around him that wasn't very nice and, and worshipping vibes and all this. And he thought, no, I'm going to work. And I'm going to work as hard as I can to see this place prosper. And it was noticed. And it was seen. And, uh, and he had a great impact because of it. It's a challenge for us. Particularly when perhaps we're not treated as well as we should be in our places of work. And I'm aware that people, there's many people in this place that go to work and they're not treated well. And they're not respected. And they're not given uh, the rewards that, that they should be getting. Um, so how do we deal with that? Well, I believe the next principle that Daniel lived by is in Colossians 3 and chapter 3. Uh, Colossians 3 and uh, verse 23. Let's get that right. Uh, and it's this. Uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. The key for Daniel here is that he knew that ultimately he was working for God, not for the king. He did work for the king. He cared for the king. It was genuine. But he served and loved God. And that whatever he did was ultimately to please him, to honour him. And... and and that made all the difference because it, when the king did stupid things and when the king did horrible things like lock up and, and throw his, his close friends into the furnace he remembered that he was serving the king of kings and not this despot. And so he carried on doing the best he could because he was serving the one who loved him and the one who saved him and the one who is for him. And, and so keeping that in mind is so important for us when we are facing a challenging situation at work. Actually, we're working for Jesus and he delights in us and he loves us and he sees everything that we do and he, he, he is so pleased with us when we're working hard, even in a tough environment. And, and he is the one, ultimately, that will ensure our reward. We may not get it from our employees, or we may not get it from those around us, but he is the one that rewards. And he promises to bless those who honour him. And so, and so keeping that in mind, Daniel, I believe, had a, such a clear idea that he was serving the king. 
And we've heard already that, that when he was under threat uh, and his life was, was in danger, that if he carried on praying, he knew that actually, no, I'm, this is who I'm serving, so I'm going to carry on praying and I'll trust him with the outcome. Because ultimately, there is a choice to make here. I'm going to keep serving my Lord and Master because I love him and because I have a relationship with him. And it's not out of, out of duty, it's out of a relationship of love. Because Jesus loves us so much. And he wants us not to serve him because we have to. We serve him because we love him. And because we want to do our best for him. And because we want to honour him. But the third thing which I think is important for Daniel, uh, and he understood, is this. That uh, in Daniel chapter 2 and 21 he says this. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. Daniel had a grasp of who God was and that God is ultimately the one who puts authorities in place. Romans 13 verse 1 and 2 says this, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. This I find really difficult. It's biblical truth that I struggle with. Because what it says is that if there is an authority, it's God that put it in place. And we think about that and we think, how does that work? Now, Daniel understood that King Nebuchadnezzar was put in place by him. Nebuchadnezzar had taken over Israel, he had done horrible things, he had killed, he had uh, stolen, he had done all sorts of terrible things, and yet Daniel understood somehow that God had uh, put Nebuchadnezzar in this place. And therefore, he was not someone to rebel against, because it was God's ordained authority. It's a mystery in God that some of the the prophets grappled with in such difficulty. If you want to read through Jeremiah and and, and places like that, they grappled with this. How can God align himself with such a godless person? How how can he do this? Someone who doesn't acknowledge God, who, who, who puffs himself up, somehow God has raised him up. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. I can't explain some of the the deep things of God, how he allows these things to take place. What I do know is this, is that we need to recognise that actually authority is established by God, whether we like it or not. And so we look at some of the situations even in our world today and we think, you know, I think that's terrible what's going on. Some of us may struggle with what's going on in America and, 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 and so on. And yet we have to recognise that God, in his wisdom, has allowed authorities to take place. We look at some of, the, some of the leaders around the world who are awful and we think, but God has allowed that. Now, that doesn't... What Dan, how Daniel understood that is this. I, I, I'm going to serve whoever God has put in front of me, but I will not compromise on my walk with God. I will not rebel, because God, God says don't rebel. But I will be honourable, 
and I will keep my walk with God. And so if that means I have to go against him at times, like told not to pray, well, I'm going to carry on praying because I serve a new master, a more important master, rather. And so this is, this is something we hold in tension. We, we can go to a, uh, a, a boss that is actually underhand or unfair or not right, and the Bible tells us we shouldn't rebel against them. Now, what we need so often in these situations and what Daniel has is when we deal with situations like this and when we deal with situations where uh, the people in charge are not as honourable and as good as they should be, we need wisdom. We need wisdom to know what we should do. The Bible records that Daniel was full of wisdom. Someone who knew how to handle the tension between honouring God and living for God and dealing with an ungodly master. And he handled it so well. And you know what? That's what God calls us to do. It doesn't mean that if we see something wrong in our workplace, we just keep quiet. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if we see something that's not quite right, we have to speak up. That is where wisdom comes in. I'll give you an example. Um, I was, uh, in my previous job, I was... uh, uh, given a responsibility in our commercial department. I was their lead engineer to go and win business. And I had... Uh, I was aware, at times, we were, we were putting stuff together for, to, to win some business, and I was aware that there were some other meetings going on which I wasn't party to. And out of those meetings, we, we got an idea of what the price should be. Now, I didn't quite know how that happened. I wasn't, but I had a suspicion that there was probably something not quite right going on. Now, this company I worked for uh, was was actually a very good company. It treated its employees well. It it had a a very, uh, it had a lot of employees, hundreds of employees. Many of the firms around the area relied on it. It made a lot of money for the overall business. It was prosperous. And I didn't know everything about it and what was going on. It only happened occasionally. And and, and in my spirit, I felt, I am here to work for the prosperity of this company. If they're doing something that may or may not be quite legal, well, I, I don't feel permission in my spirit to go and dig and and do some underhand things to find out the truth and then expose it. And so I didn't do anything about it and I carried on working for that company with all conscience. I didn't feel that that was my place, I didn't feel from God that I should be trying to expose if something was wrong. Now it may be that other people in a different situation you might, might feel no, that I, I didn't. I felt I needed to expose something there. Well, that, that's but that is where I believe wisdom from God comes in. That we have to work through situations 
And we know that in big business, biz, big business, there are issues that at the higher levels of those businesses, some dodgy things may be going on. It may be that at some point you are put in a position where you have to expose that. I don't know. That may be right. But it may be that you'll be working for those companies and all God asks you to do is work for the, for the prosperity of that company. And what I would say is that that's where we need wisdom. We need wisdom. And the Bible is very clear on wisdom. And the wisdom is, comes from this. It says in James chapter 1, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. Now, I'm giving you one example. There may be many others. There may be examples of where someone is, is being mistreated. Or maybe where you are being mistreated. Now, actually, we do have laws in this country, and it's actually sometimes right to make a stand and say, actually, this is, this is wrong. This, we shouldn't be doing this. This shouldn't be happening. If people are being exploited. What I'm saying is, seek God's wisdom on it. Because God promises that if you ask him, he will give wisdom. And what I would say about wisdom is that, that he says, I give wisdom without finding fault. You see, wisdom doesn't depend on us being very clever. It doesn't depend on us having a great education. See, wisdom comes from God to whomever asks for it. And so each of us are called to be wise and can be wise in our situation and can get godly wisdom as Daniel got simply by asking God. And so uh, I, I would... I would you know, if, if, particularly if any of you are facing those difficult decisions where you're, where you're being kept in tension or seeing something going on or, or something's happening to you, seek God's wisdom on it. And he will lead you, I believe, into doing the right thing. See, wisdom has wonderful uh, aspects to it. It helps us to do our job well, as well. Not only to make these, these difficult decisions sometimes about our, 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 our places of work or, or, or things that we see, but actually... It helps us to just do our job well. It helps us to see. I've often asked for wisdom uh, in particular situations, and I believe God has revealed stuff to me uh, and enabled me to do things which I wouldn't have else been able to do. And it wasn't through uh, education or intelligence or, or, or academic ability. It was simply through God revealing something. But also it helps us to know when to speak and when to be quiet and just work for the good of the company. But also Daniel, and we've looked at this previously, Daniel not only had wisdom and not only recognised that uh, he was serving God, that he was there to bless the, the nation, but he also had character. He had character. He was a person that could be trusted and that was so often seen by the people around him. When he was told uh, to, uh, you know, when he first came along, we, we looked at this and he was uh, brought into the king's palace and given the king's food and he felt, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. I'm not going to eat the king's food. I'm just going to have vegetables. And, uh, and then he trusted God and he lived that out and he was seen as someone that had immense wisdom and understanding 
above all those around him. That was not only his wisdom, but his character coming through. Because he trusted God, because he wasn't willing to compromise, he was seen as someone. And, and it was not only what, he, what was the outcome, it was, it was the fact that he was prepared to give up on something that other people would have wanted, like this wonderful food. This, and it would have been amazing food that was prepared. Uh, and yet he, he, he was prepared not to do that. And that would have, that would have spoke volumes to the people around him. I remember um, just going back to the story I told, and, and, and the people who employed me in that situation um, would have known, and I talked about uh, my, my faith, and, uh, and, and because of that I wasn't involved in some of the situations that I was referring to. And, and I remember a, a discussion with my uh, with my boss uh, during uh, one, of, one of the visits that we used to go on. And, uh, we were sitting in the evening and, and, I, and I said about uh, the fact that, that, that one of the things I'd said uh, during the sort of interview is that one of the things I won't do is I won't lie. I won't be t- put in a situation where I have to lie. And if, if I'm put in that situation, I won't. Now, he said to me, this is, this is a few years on, he said... And I said, I was surprised that I was picked. And what he said was, well, yeah, but we knew we could trust you. Hmm. And okay, you might, it probably limited any further promotion in the company, but they had someone that they could trust. Yes. And I'm not, I'm don't, 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 you know, I don't want to blow my own trumpet here, but actually I do believe that actually that had a big impact upon yes. my employers. Now, they, they knew where they stood. They knew they couldn't involve me in some stuff, but they could trust me. And that makes a huge difference to people. When they see something, and they see people who stand up and say, no, I'm not going to go there, and, 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 and you think, well, actually, that's going to limit your promotion, isn't it, if, if you're not prepared to do this and that. But on the other hand, so often, people see and say, wow, okay. Well, okay, I might not be able to, but I can trust him. I can trust yes. her. I can, I can make sure I, I know that I'm gonna, she's, she's going to work for me well. He's going to work for me well. And actually, that's worth so much to me. And as, a, as an employer, it, that is what I look for. Somebody I can trust. Yes. Someone that, that I, I, you know, if I, if I ask them to do something, I know where I stand. Uh, and, and that's what Daniel had. He was a man of great character. And he got promoted as a result of that. He trusted God, he heard that, and he got lifted up. But I also want to say something that I think is important. is That didn't always happen. At times, he was promoted and he was given a tremendous responsibility. He became governor of the whole of Babylon um, because he was able to answer the dreams, because he, he was recognised as a man of integrity and a man of wisdom. But then later on, under a different king, when he was told not to pray to God, but to pray to the king, and he didn't, his integrity got him in the lion's den. That's right. And that can happen. It's so important to realise that sometimes we will be promoted 
and honoured. And other times we will be overlooked and it will be the lion's den. I want to, again, the testimony that I have. In my previous two work, there was many times where I felt honoured by those around me, by by my bosses, and uh, and thanked publicly for the stuff I've done. And and I really thank God for that, and uh, that that, that what I was able to do was recognised. Now, I shared a testimony um, uh, about a year ago about how, on a particular project... I was asked to, uh, though it was going horribly wrong, and I was called into a meeting, and they said, you need to sort this out, we need a solution. Uh, and I'd already prayed that day as I'd gone into work, God, will help me make a difference today. And, and through various things, um, chance conversations, uh, God put in my mind the solution. And, uh, and it was wonderful. And I, I went to the guy and said, I think this is what we should do. They, they implemented it, and, and it worked. Now that, that project went on and, um, and got finished eventually. There was a number of problems with it. And, um, and then at Christmas, they rewarded people for that project. And a number of people were given uh, make-a-difference make awards. But I wasn't one of them. And, um, and I remember going back and thinking why haven't they recognised what I did? And there was something in my spirit that I had to deal with that said, well, they should have recognised me. I did something on that. That's not fair. And had I let that rise in my heart, I would have had a wrong attitude to my work colleagues and my workplace. And I thought, no, no, I've got no right to expect. I was working for God. He showed me the answer. He is the one that will reward me or not, and, and he's the one that I, I honour. And so I'm, I'm not going to let this root of bitterness come up against my employer or my employee. Now, don't get me wrong, I struggled with that. I struggled. I, I, I was particularly because I had to write. Uh, I had to write something for my one of my employees of Thomas working for me to get the reward. I found that quite hard. Yeah. Now, don't get—I don't want uh, not simply. I am, I am, you know, I the job I work for, I love, and, and I, I am, uh, you know, and I, it's a good job. So I don't want people to, you know, this is not a soft sob story. But actually, what it is is uh, we all face these things from time to time. We face difficulties. We face challenges where we think, well, that's not fair. I shouldn't be being treated like this. And the, the, it can cause this root of, and, 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 and it can be resentment, and you think, well, I'm not going to bother anymore, I'm going to try for this company, they don't care about me. And actually, that, that, that needs to be dealt I need to deal, deal with that. And think, no, no. Sometimes it's the promotion to the palace, other times it's the lion's den. Sometimes it's, it's not as bad as the lion's den, but, but in both those cases, there was tremendous impact upon the nation. The Lion's Den incident, and Daniel himself just encountered God in the Lion's Den. And you know, God uses those times to say, actually, I'm going to meet with you. And uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were thrown into the, the furnace, I mean, they were just honouring God by not bowing down to the statue. They were punished, in, you know, they, were, they had to face the furnace, and of course they encountered Jesus in there 
And so often with these things is that when we go through these times, God has a a much greater purpose. And that that we have an encounter with God through it that is is worth everything. Uh, And actually to, you know, just to just to know that actually there's a purpose in what God is doing. And, uh, and actually, and also from both of those events, there was a great impact on the nation. The kings uh, at the time, the two different kings who were uh, overseeing that, were, were greatly impacted by the fact that Daniel was saved and these people were saved. And so you don't know what's going on when we're overlooked, when we don't get the recognition that we deserve. And so it's a case of trusting God, believing God's got a purpose mm-hmm. for you and not letting a root of bitterness grow up inside you and saying actually God I'm still working for you I'm still going to do the best I can for this company I'm still going to work with all my heart for its prosperity so he had that staying power just want to finish by reading uh, Psalm chapter 1 and the reason I want to read this is because this is a, a real wonderful description of what it is to be a man or a woman of character. Uh, and it's a wonderful psalm, uh, and it just shows you the contrast between those that get blown around and those that stay true and say, actually, I'm going to follow God. I'm going to keep doing what God's called me to do. And it's this. So I'll read it from this. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but who delights in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit and season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like the chaff that the wind blows away. I love this psalm because it talks about the, the importance of the child of God who is rooted in the word of God, who's rooted in the presence of God, who's rooted in in the encountering God, and they become like a tree, a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and everything it does prospers. Someone that is by the streams of water. And that is the man of character. And character takes time. Wisdom can come in a moment. We just have to ask for that. Character takes time. But as you develop character, as you give yourself to the Word of God, as you give yourself to being in God's presence, if you give yourself to to encountering Him, so that tree grows. And it can cope with the different seasons. It can cope with wind and rain. And it continually yields its fruit. And God calls us to be men and women of character in our workplaces, in our homes. And not to be blown around like the, the chaff, not to be blown backwards and forwards uh, and to be you know, subject to every whim that goes on. Not to, not to, not to be blown. And, and, and one of the things he says there is about how we get our counsel, not to be, not to be taking worldly wisdom on board, not to take our ideas from, from the world, but to take our ideas from God and from godly men and women and to be around them. And that's how character grows. And do you know what? The world is looking for men and women of character and wisdom. They are. They are. I can tell you, even even in some of the the places I've been where they don't acknowledge God at all, they are still looking always 
for men and women of character and wisdom. Yes. And they have a tremendous impact upon the areas that they work in, the areas they live in. And that is us here. That is you and me. To make a difference in the place. And that is what Daniel did. And he changed a king's heart. He changed a nation simply by living according to God's word and by receiving the wisdom that God had for him. And that's what God calls each of us to do. So can we stand together?